Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Setback by Madison for Sol! Spurs silence the place! And Madison can drive, and Sol is in! Hi guys, welcome back to the Spurred On podcast. It's Tuesday after that very difficult Saturday lunchtime two-all draw against Everton. I, for one, was incredibly frustrated at the time. I've had to take a little bit of a deep breath. I've actually been memed by Arsenal fans. If you don't know, I do the watch-alongs on We Are Tottenham TV. Make sure you go and give them a subscribe if you haven't already. And the Arsenal fans picked up the moment that Deki Kulisevsky gave away that free kick in the 94th, 95th minute and I shouted brain dead at the screen because at the time I really just felt it was naivety and a naivety that we've been showing a lot in the last minutes of games, giving away guilt-edged chances and giving that free kick to Everton at such a time, knowing that they're a very set-piece orientated team. It felt to me like the writing was on the wall and then lo and behold, of course, the delivery came in. Romero with an unfortunate kind of header off the top of his head and across it went to Jared Branthwaite at the back stick to equalise. But after a couple of days of mulling it over, I'm a little less stressed about it. I think sometimes you have to take a couple of days and realise sometimes, you know, things aren't as bad as they seem in the moment. What I will say is any point you get away at Goodison, I think, is is pretty decent. I know they're struggling this season, but Sean Dyche has them playing in what I can best describe as an incredibly Sean Dyche-ian way. Very direct play, big guys, strong on set pieces, and they had their plans. And let's face it, when it came to the set pieces, especially the corners, and obviously that last minute free kick, it really worked against us. And we have to admit that Vicario now has to take a look at the way that he's dealing with corners and find a way with Ryan Mason, who I believe is on the defensive corners, 
or Milo Jednak maybe, or, or between the three of them, to work out a way to protect himself, or as he was in the second half of the game, just be a lot stronger and on the front foot. You never ever see a goalkeeper get given a penalty against him for just being absolutely proactive and aggressive when it comes to claiming catches. And he just needs to be that. He needs to be the first to get up in the air. And then if he's taken out or backed into by an opposition striker or an opposition player while he's in the air, he will always win the foul. But he won't necessarily win the foul, especially in the VAR age, if he's being backed into while he's still on the ground. So that's what he has to learn. I love Vicario. He's a fantastic goalkeeper. I've no doubts about him at all. But they've just spied a little weakness. They've obviously gone through a lot of videos from his time at Empoli too. And they've decided that is a weakness of the keeper they're going to put the ball on him kind of high looping onto him from those corners I think he can deal with it and I think we'll see an improvement on that from the games going forward a positive from the Everton game as well more fitness in the legs of those players who are coming back from injury James Madison Rodrigo Bentancur I know he hasn't had the best couple of games uh last few games but it's important to get fitness in those legs. He's come back from a very, very bad injury uh, and then a secondary injury as well. But the ACL obviously is terrible. So he needs some kind of long-term fitness into his legs and I've no doubt that he will absolutely be fine. In terms of other Tottenham news this week, first of all, Lucas Bergvall, our new signing from Sweden, has come out and explained exactly why he decided to join Tottenham Hotspur over Barcelona. Here are the quotes. He says... After the decision was made, it felt better in my stomach. They are both incredible clubs. It was a very difficult choice. It was 50-50 for a long time, but it felt like the next step for me was Tottenham. It was not easy to say no to Barcelona. It took me a very long time to decide. It's been a lot in my head and a lot in general, but it's nice to come here and land a little. He talks about conversations he had with Deki Kulisevsky, of course, is a fellow Swedish international, and from what we read, took him around the training ground. He says it wasn't a persuasive talk. He just said the club was great, and I noticed that when I got here. We talked a little before, in general, how the club works, how they work, how they train, what the days look like. I got an incredible reception. It's a very family club but incredible people. So that's exciting, isn't it? The way that Tottenham can now kind of really persuade players, even these young kind of wonder kid talents, that the place for them to really take the next step in their career is at Tottenham Hotspur. I think Big Ange has a big part to play in this. I've seen the clip on the Tottenham social media accounts when he meets Bergville while he's having his medical. He doesn't go over the top. He doesn't promise anything he can't deliver. He just kind of introduces himself, welcomes him, makes a couple of jokes to the family. And I think people spot fakery in those situations. And maybe with previous managers, they've been a little bit performative or maybe not quite so transparent. And... um, We've lost, we've lost chances to buy good players as a result. So I'm excited about Lucas Bergvall coming through the door. And uh, they've already been some interesting social media clips of him since he signed for Spurs doing some training out in Sweden. So go and find them if you haven't seen them already. Next up, Todd Klein. Todd Klein, who is Tottenham's chief commercial officer, or at least was until this week, he has resigned. He has been tapped up by Todd Bowley over at Chelsea to go and join the Chelsea laughing stock, or what maybe Todd Bowley would describe as the Chelsea revolution. Now, the reason why this is interesting, Todd Klein was specifically brought into Tottenham Hotspur by Daniel Levy to uh, try and find us a 
stadium sponsor. And as we all know, that hasn't happened. And in fact, from everything I've heard and read right now, the way the club feel about the sponsorship of the stadium is that having the Tottenham Hotspur brand on the name of the stadium, as it is, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, is far more kind of powerful and potentially financially lucrative at this moment than any kind of £25 million a year brand sponsoring it, which is what they were originally looking for. They're looking at the potential of Spurs obviously making it back into the Champions League and then also, obviously, with the NFL games there, the F1 karting, uh, officially licensed karting now there, and concerts like Beyonce and all of the other people who have played at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Unless they get a bid that is going to blow us out of the water in terms of money, annual money, They are going to stick with the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium for now. But in terms of Todd Klein, there have been some interesting quotes and things spoken about online by some of the journalists in terms of his period at the club. It doesn't sound like it was all that great. Here's what I've read. It says, Todd Klein's time at Spurs saw substantial turnover within his department, with many long-serving and well-liked members of staff leaving the club. With the stadium still without a sponsor, it has appeared for some time that the writing was on the wall. Well, that actually marries up with something I heard. I met somebody who worked at Spurs and she told me that it was like rats deserting the sinking ship. And it sounds to me like that's especially in the commercial department under Todd Klein. He doesn't sound like he was that fun to work with. And uh, yeah, it goes on. However, he will now cross the capital to Spurs' rivals and link up with the American leadership team at Chelsea under Todd Bowley and Bedadig Bali. While the move has come as a surprise, few at Tottenham are likely to lose any sleep over the switch, according to insiders. The tenure of Klein, who was also a club director, has been turbulent. Under his watch, long-serving commercial director Fran Jones left to join Brentford in what was viewed as a huge loss. Insiders described the level of turnover in Klein's department as astonishing. Some are known to have departed departed without other jobs to go to. That really tells a story, doesn't it? That's bleak. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Klein's time at the club also saw them lose a proposed and highly controversial £42.5 million deal with South Africa following intervention from the country's Parliament Tourism Chair. Tottenham are thought to have been seeking £25 million for a year for a stadium deal and their search will now continue without Klein. Staff were informed that he had resigned this morning, that was yesterday morning, and had been placed on a period of gardening leave. When that period is completed, he will join Chelsea. Well, let me give an equivalent 
Around 20 years ago or so, 15, 20 years ago, Spurs had just appointed a sporting director from PSV Eindhoven who was incredibly highly thought of called Frank Arneson. He came in, he changed the club round from top to bottom in only six months, especially in terms of the playing staff. He brought in a lot of young talent, including Michael Carrick at the time. He was a, a Frank Arneson signing. And then Roman Abramovich took over Chelsea and poached Arneson and we made Arneson do a huge period of gardening leave before he was allowed to join them and we made Chelsea pay us five million pounds for him which was a huge amount at the time as well not that much money now but but hugely uh, significant at the time well this by the sound of it doesn't seem nearly as controversial within Spurs in fact it sounds almost like maybe a lot of people at Tottenham are glad that he's gone whereas Arneson was really highly thought of doesn't sound like Todd Klein is in a similar boat Anyway, moving on to more news. James Madison has come out and talked about how positive he feels things are at Spurs at the moment. Here are some quotes. He says, I think anything can happen in the Premier League. We've got such a good squad and we have a great manager who is new to the Premier League, but we have taken to him. That's great news about Big Ange. I mean, there was never any doubt, was there? But it's lovely to hear potentially our best player, one of our best players, James Madison, saying that in public. He says, we've been unlucky with injuries. We've lost key players and had suspensions at key times. It's been a stop-start season, but I still think there is something in the air at Spurs. Something is brewing. And I agree. I just think it's going to take a few results on the spin, and I'm hoping it's these next three home games, and then we'll be really up there and thereabouts again. That's why I think that Everton point may not be too bad in the long run. But what I will say is we do need to pick up our form. We've not been playing great in the last couple of months. Obviously, there are reasons, injuries, suspensions, as Madders says. But if we can pick that up, I think we can really threaten the two, three teams above us going forward. Man City, I think, look a little bit far away. Alistair Gold, brilliant from the Golden Guest Talk Tottenham podcast and uh, Football.London, he agrees with James Madison. He said, everything I've spoken to about Spurs at the moment has a real excitement within the club and people outside the club I talk to, including agents, people like that. That's huge, isn't it? Another reason why it feels like good young players are coming back to Spurs and feeling like they want to join us. He says, Spurs are building this ridiculously talented group of young players at the club's at the club, wonder kids, if you will. 22-year-olds down, you have Van der Ven and Johnson, Udogi and Saar are even younger than that, and Kulisevsky is only 23. So there you have it. Ali Gold agrees. I agree too. Very exciting time to be at Spurs. Finally, on this Tottenham News episode, transfer rumours. It's been talked about in the papers. 70 million euro potential bid for Rafinha at Barcelona. Ex-Leeds player, 27 years old, 19 caps for Brazil, 6 goals. He's played 15 times for Barcelona this season. If you don't remember Rafinha from his Leeds days, very quick feet, incredibly direct with the ball, plays off the right, kind of like a Deki Kulisewski, but quicker, leaner, even more direct perhaps. He loves to beat a man. He's got, obviously, Premier League experience. He's got an unbelievable strike with his left foot. Loves pinging them into the top corner. Incredibly strong, great crosser of the ball as well. It's a big rumour, 70 million euros. Doesn't sound like a Daniel Levy bid for me, especially when we are looking at the moment at younger players. Like I said, he's 27. So I'm going to give this one just a 4 out of 10. But it is exciting to be linked with these tricky, dribbly, direct, pacey wingers. I can tell that Ange feels like we're not quite there in the last, in the final third of the pitch. And he wants more from us. And as a result, that's why apparently also on our list is Pedro Neto at Wolves. Now he, similar player, if you like, to uh, Rafinha. And he's direct, quick feet, incredible finisher, very brave on the ball. But he's only 23. His transfer market value, if you're not on that website, make sure you check it out. On transfer market, they say he's worth 42 million euros at the moment. I reckon we could probably get him in the summer for 60, 70. But other clubs will be interested too. 
Anyway, let's see what happens. I'd love to get Pedro Neto through the door, but I'd say probably only 6 out of 10 because other clubs will be sniffing around and probably offering him more wages. But let me know what you think in the comments. Who would you like to see us get in on those forward positions in the summer? Also, guys, thank you so much for your continued support. Remember, you can become a Spurred On Pro member or a Patreon member. Just look in the description box of how to do it. It's only a pound a month. You're supporting me making this regular content. But also, when I've got enough of you together, kind of 50 or more of you together, I'm going to do live membership only episodes i'd love to get them done soon so please do become a member or a patreon member like i said in the description box how and it's only one pound a month thanks again guys for watching and listening and of course come on you spurs hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands and the best part they're all about safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag hit up quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order that's quince.com upgrade